around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. This is our weekly time with you to share the Word of God. We believe it's a time to minister to you in a way that can bring comfort, encouragement, sometimes even maybe a little rebuke. And if we all need it, you know, (laughs) it's always good to make sure that you're thinking right, that you're believing right, and that we're certainly living um, the way the Lord would want us to before the people of God in the world. And so Terry and I delight and take it very seriously, the opportunity that we have to share with you from the Word of God. And this is something that is what we feel like God wanted us to do at this time and season. And we believe it'll be a great help to you. And we're, we're always with you in, in agreeing that as you give your time to hear the Word of the Lord, just like it is when you go to church or you take time to go to a, a special meeting, time that you special, um, especially maybe want to spend at home and giving extra time to the Word of God, praying in tongues, spending time and and praying just in your own life, that God is not ever going to be the one uh, to not reward you for that, to give it back to you, uh, right down to what Proverbs says about uh, giving to the poor, he that lendeth to the Lord, the Lord will repay. If you'll take care and touch somebody out there in the world that needs, you know, a meal, <laughs> that they need something in their life, then you give that money to a poor person that you know in no way can in any way bless you back. God says, I'll give it back to you. So everything that you do for the Lord, your time, your money, your talents, uh, everything, God's in, in the business of giving it back to the body of Christ because he needs us, doesn't he, darling, right yes, here he in does. the earth to do we, what he's we, called us to do. We are God's great hope Yes. to fulfill his dream. What church doesn't think sometimes that God has a dream or that God's using his faith for something or right. God God wants something. Uh, right. and you know, you only use your faith for something that you don't have. Right. If you have it, you don't use your faith for exactly. it. But if you don't have it, then you use your faith to, to produce. And God is using his faith for something that only we can produce for him. We can That's fulfill right. his dream. We can fulfill his vision, his heart, his desire, his plan. Mm-hmm. And the thing that he doesn't have and the thing that he's believing for and using his faith for is souls. That's right. And so it's up to us, the church, That's to right. see to it that we win souls and take the sheaves. You know, when we get to heaven, he's going to say, where are the sheaves to lay at the master's feet? Wow. And we'll say, yeah, but I went to church every Sunday. Yeah, but where are the sheaves? Yeah, but I listened to all the word of faith, the big name preachers. Yeah, but where are the right, sheaves? Right, where right. where are the sheaves to lay at the master's feet? Did you do wow. something to win souls or to help somebody win souls right. so that so the right. people would be in heaven right. as opposed to to dying in hell for eternity. Wow. We live in the most desperate of times. We live in the most complicated times. We live in times where the the church is even being assaulted in so many places on the earth. And yet, you know, God still expects... the United States. Yeah. And yet, you know, Terry, God still expects us to get the job done. Yes, he does. He doesn't cut us any, as, you know, to have any slack about whether our, we're going through hard times or, or if disappointment. If you don't feel good, yeah, you're yeah, tired. Yeah, you lost your job, you know, the dog died. I mean, all of those things, Jesus is touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Right. 
but yet on the other hand, he paid the price for us to overcome them. Absolutely. And not still be, wants you to get your job done. Right. And not not be given to emotional uh, AWOL. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of times people want to take, uh, you know, leave of absence, but they're absence with, absent without leave. Yeah, they're know? AWOL. They're AWOL. Absent without emotional leave. Emotional AWOL. And I know the pain. I know the disappointments of things in life that can happen. And yet the most, I think, beneficial thing you can do for yourself is to uh, keep functioning, keep doing what God told you to do. Absolutely. Keep reading your Bible, keep praying, keep going to church, you know, keep doing what God's asked you to do in every area of your life and do your best you know, uh, I know the Holy Ghost will lead you. Remember always in, in tough times, troublesome times, that the Holy Ghost um, will still uh, give you wisdom to do what he's asked you to do. So wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the thing the Lord will give you in times that you're going through that are very troublesome and heartbreaking. Yet God will show you how to walk by faith He'll show you how to be faithful. And Jesus always, if you'll remember this, <laughs> he is interceding for you at the right hand of the Father every single day that your faith does not fail. And it's so important for us as ministers of the gospel. That's why, you know, pastors and leaders, apostles, prophets, evangelists, all of us are out there um, like leaders in a battle, we're cheering you on. Come on, everybody, we can do this. <laughs> Come on, soldiers, we can break through that line. Um, we we keep every we keep the standard raised uh, for people so that they're not distracted momentarily by the things that are going on in our own life. So, I, we just wanted to encourage you today that um, you know you can still get your job done. Just hold your head up high. Um, put on some good worship music if you're at the house. Uh, take a break at work to go down to the restroom or the break room and, and encourage yourself in the Lord and know that you can get the job done and that you can still do what God's called you to do, that you're not defeated. Dean always said this, you know, you'll remember. Um, he, he'd always tell the people, you're not defeated, you're seated That's in right. heavenly That's places right. with Christ Jesus. No matter what is thrown at you, never forget your position in Christ Jesus. That's good preaching. Yes, it is. <laughs> You're doing good. Well, I just, you know. I just got caught up there and listening to you. Well, thank you. Thank you. But, you know, it's so important for the church. Uh, and I think the ministry, one of the things pastors and leaders, our job is, is to just encourage the hearts of the people always. That they're not left with just thinking that it's, you know, I'm on my own in this. That I'm having to believe God by myself. Your faith counts. But yet the people of God should be there to stand with you, encourage you, pray for you, believe God for you. You ought to be able to know that God loves you and your pastor loves you and your church loves you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. And so that's that's why we go to the world. That's why we uh, do a podcast every week. That's why we're, uh, you know, giving offerings and praying prayers and, and functioning to do the work of the gospel here in the earth. The world's sure busy about doing their job. Oh, absolutely. You know, the devil's sure busy about dangling whatever will uh, cause every every man and woman to be drawn away of their own lust out there in the world so that they get sidetracked trying to make themselves happy. And yet you and I and others in the body of Christ, we're putting our eyes on Jesus, not on 
the natural things. Right. Turn your eyes upon no, Jesus. No, we've got a job to do. Yeah. We've still got a job to do. We've always had That's a job right. to do. And just because sometimes the church forgets that doesn't no, mean that right. heaven's forgotten. And God's still expecting us to uh, show up, uh, stand up, speak up, and uh, get our job done. Exactly. And the, and the job, you know, I want to say that, quote, unquote, the job is, as Terry was saying, let's not forget that, the job is that we are out there winning souls to take people into the kingdom of God. And the local church and the local believers in your area and everything about what we're doing around the world. I mean, there are so many people in the body of Christ around the world doing good stuff. Tremendous things. I mean, outstanding things, hard things, difficult things, sacrificial things. That they're, that they're doing for the kingdom of God, having left, as Jesus said, houses and lands and fathers and mothers and children even. Um, you know, like Hudson Taylor in his life. He, had China, he also said if you leave all those things in yeah, this life, you'll you get, get a, back now in, in this, this life, life a hundredfold return plus eternal life in the life to come. And in the life to Mark come. Mark 10, 29, 30, well, Jesus himself said that. That was his idea. That was his idea that whatever um, we do for the kingdom of God. That's why he didn't put wives in there. You're not going to get a hundredfold wives back. You know. <laughs> yeah, thank God. We're all happy about that. The, uh, you know, the, the whole thing is the fact. I, I, what I was trying to say, I was trying to remember is Hudson Taylor, they were talking to him at the, the end of his life, and he was speaking at some convention, I think, even here in the States. And they were. He's the, a great missionary to China back yes. in the 1800s. And they asked him, they said. You've given, you know, you've made so many sacrifices, uh, Brother Taylor, to preach the gospel. Sure, you buried two wives in China. Buried several children in China. And um, saw more missionaries martyred under his leadership in China. Horrible martyrdom. And just terrible things happened. And they said he just smiled and he said, I never sacrificed a thing. He was so calm. They said they'd never met or seen anyone that had the peace of God on him. And when and one of the things, when he when so many, he was getting word every day in England that so many of his, uh, during the, I think it was during the, the Boxer the Rebellion, Rebellion, he was having so many of his missionaries murdered, uh, whole families uh, there in China. And he was getting word through Telegraph every day of, of how the, the, they were doing over there. And they said, they were so concerned about him hearing all of this just on a regular thing. And he was out walking in his garden one day and one of the workers came in and said, how are you, you know, Reverend Taylor, are you okay? Is there anything we can get for you? We're praying, we're praying, we're praying. And he said, the man, Brother Taylor said back to his coworker, he said, I can't read, I can't pray, but I can trust. And as he walked his garden, they said it seemed like there was such peace on him because he was in the place of there was nothing, everything was out of his hands. He had to trust the Lord. And that's where you and I are a lot of times in the kingdom of God. Oh, yeah. Our job is, is not just to pray, not just, uh, you know, to read the Bible, but it's always to only trust him, only you, you trust the Lord. You know, I've said for Lord. decades, Renee, that when, when your back's up against the wall, then the only way out's up. <laughs> That's right. You know, so sometimes it's more peaceful and more reassuring right. when your back's up against the wall and you realize right. that you, there's just nothing you can do. I mean, you've done, you know, you know, Paul said when having done all oh, to, stand, to stand, then you can stand. 
that's when you've it. done everything else, you, you've exhausted every avenue. Right. You've done all there is to do. There's nothing left to do. You've, you've having done all to stand, then you can stand. And uh, we realize that when we get to that position, God's our only help. God's our no, only hope. Right. And right. uh, he's not going to forsake us. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to bail out on us. And uh, he's going to do exactly what he said he would do. Exactly. He you will know, confirm his word. I, as you were talking, I was just sitting here thinking of all those old hymns. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Sure. All other ground, All is, other ground yeah. is sinking sand. This is my story. These, yeah. This is my song. Those are declarative yeah. Yeah. phrases. Um, you know, that that there's so many things in there that only trust him. Yeah. Only trust yeah, yeah, him yeah. now. He will save you. You know, he will keep you. Only trust him now. I can't, I, and looking back even on my life, back in the. Yeah, those are a little uh, deeper than some of these silly things yeah. we sing in church today. <laughs> they actually had meaning, actually had words. Yeah, it said a la, la, la. <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 oh. They actually know, had, had words that you could worship. Kind of dumbed with. us down a little bit with some of the music we do from time to time. But, you know, the, the main th concept in all of that is, is that, is that you have built such a foundation in your heart and you have so tightly held on to the steadfast anchor of your soul, the Lord Jesus Christ, that there is something to hold on to. There yes. is something to trust. Yeah. And it's not just... There is in, a way out. There yeah, is a way there out. Is a way out. <laughs> you have, um, you know, as Brother Hagen always used to say, I have inside information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's where we stand. We stand on the information that we have put down on the inside of us. And uh, this year, darling, you have had um, lots of opportunities here for us to stand in, in that it's like you've almost got more places to go as far as your, um, you know, uh, foreign country trips. Sure. Then, then we've got time to go. And of course, they all cost lots and lots of money. And they all well, the world's <laughs> calling. The world's calling. Yeah, They're saying, please come, really please are. come, please come. You know, we've got invitations this year already to all six continents. I mean, That's I right. realize there's seven continents, but right. I've never never had any great desire to go preach in Antarctica to the penguins, <laughs> you know. But but the other six continents, we, we've got invitations to multiple countries right. in these various continents. So we, we've got, you know... Uh, I don't know, 15, 20 na uh, nations we've been invited right, to right. in six different continents. And we're going to do our best to get to them this year. And like you said, they all cost money. We're, we're believing right. God for the finances. Jesus. We ask our partners and those of you listening just to make that a matter of prayer and bathe these trips in prayer with us. We're bathing them in prayer. We ask you to bathe them in prayer. And every one of them, of course, has a, has a financial component. And every one of them has a spiritual component. So the uh -huh. spiritual component is we need doors of utterance open and the people's hearts uh, open when we get there and then we preach and bind uh -huh. the devil, rebuke right. the devil, uh, loose the kingdom of God and cause the angels and the Holy Spirit to draw the people to the meetings and open their hearts. And when we preach, their hearts are pricked. Just like on the day of Pentecost right. in Acts chapter 2 when Peter right. preached, and uh, it says that their heart, the people's hearts were pricked. I mean, when Peter preached, they're full of the Holy Ghost. On the day of Pentecost, the people's hearts were pricked. Just like right. a, a pen would prick your hand. And it says that 3,000 of them got saved. Isn't that tremendous? 3,000 got saved because the Holy Ghost pricked their hearts. So we pray for every meeting and every trip. We pray. In fact, we pray over these podcasts that the Holy Ghost will prick right. your heart. Absolutely. The hearts of the listeners to, to give them revelation knowledge, Absolutely. to give them insight, to give them light. Uh, so that they can uh, know what God wants them to do and how to move on the things God wants them to do and that they, they can get the job done. 
And so we're, we're, we're so bathed in prayer on the, on the spiritual aspect that people get saved, that people get filled right. with the Holy Ghost, that right. people get healed and, and miracles will happen and devils will be cast out, that Jesus' name will be exalted. And then, of course, bathed in, in our protection issue, that we're protected right. and healthy, that we go yeah. there and go there safely and come back safely. It's always as important to come home as it is to go. And, well, uh, and, then, and then the financial issue is always, always there, just staring you in the face because, it, you know, the airlines, as, as many years as I've flown and as many miracles as I've had, you think the airlines would just say to me, Dr. Mize, you can just fly for free anytime you want to. But, you know, they haven't <laughs> ever done that. They just want money. They'll let anybody it's fly. Astounding. They'll let drug dealers fly. They'll let... They'll yeah. let pedophiles fly. They'll let politicians fly. That's the same thing sometimes. Right. And, and they'll just let anybody fly, but uh, you, they want money. And well, so and they've never going... told me, hey, just fly all you want to for free. No, they want money whenever we go. And then when we get there, there's the hotel issue, and they want money for the hotels. Exactly. I remember being, doing several crusades in India where miracles were taking place. I mean, heaven would bend low and kiss the earth, and we'd get caught right in the middle of the smack, and blind eyes open, deaf ears unstopped, cripples walk, demons cast out, people saved, people helped. And I remember the owners of the hotel would come to the meetings, to the crusades, open-air crusades, tens of thousands of people, 100,000 people one time. And... Uh, and then they'd say to me at the hotel the next day, you know, they'd say, oh, Dr. Mize, we were in the crusade. It was wonderful. We saw the blind eyes open. We yeah. saw the deaf ears unstopped. We saw it was just wonderful. But, you know, they never did tell me, hey, your bill's taken care of. You can just stay here for free. No, they always gave me a bill when I left. And oh, then, that's wonderful. And then, the, and then uh, the restaurants were the same way. They just said, hey, you can eat whatever you want. You just have to pay for it. So there's always that financial uh, situation. No, and that's always right. that financial deal to where uh, we need you to bathe it in prayer with us because one trip after another trip after another trip after another trip. Just this trip we're leaving on uh, in two weeks or less than two weeks is to the South Pacific for four different nations of the South Pacific. Uh, the budget on that one alone is $25,000. Well, it is. And just for us to get there and do that and help people and do the things we've got to do and, you know, rent the cars and rent the hotels and eat the food and fly in the airplane and all that kind of stuff. So... We just covet your prayers to bathe these trips in prayer for the spiritual issues, for the natural issues, for the financial issues. And then when we get back from that, you know, we here we go again. We, you know, we're invited to Zambia, Africa this year. Right. We're invited to uh, uh, Thailand in, in Asia, yes. where I've been many, many times and preached many, many times. Uh, we're invited to uh, uh, Europe, to Malta, to Germany. You know, one ministry in Germany has translated a couple of our books into German. And they're, uh, you know, and they're wanting us to come and wanting us to minister. And also, you know, our, we're going back to Canada again and to well, that sure. wonderful church up there. Absolutely. And be able to go up there and, and minister to those French-speaking folks. And it's just so exciting to think about, uh, you know, all of these, all of these places, that are Peru, Colombia, you know, people that sure. want you to South come back America. again, South America. Um, I just find it astounding. Oh, we'll be that, in Asia. We'll be in South America, North yeah, America. Yeah. We'll be in, in yeah. uh, uh, Australia or Oceania, you know, in the four islands in, in the Pacific. Well, on this five-week five trip we're about to take on February the 17th. So put circle that on your calendar, folks. Fe That's February just three the days after my birthday. Yes, it is. This is Terry's birthday month. <laughs> Happy birthday and, to uh, me. You know, I believe in God here with him. We're going to have more than enough on all of this. This is going to be our birthday, pre Terry's birthday present here, and that there's going to be an, um, a, a real 
um, you know, breakthrough in that regard so that we can do the work of God and go to these four nations in five weeks and do the work and the will of God. Uh, we'll be in Vanuatu, Fiji, Samoa, and New Zealand. And, uh, you know, that whole trip is, like Terry said, about $25,000. So, you know, please pray with us about that. God has his people, and he has a way to make a way where there is no way. <laughs> and then, you know, Terry and I look at the budget of what it takes to take care of our, our ministry and uh, pay everybody's salary and all the bills and then the ministries that we agree that we are partners with. And, uh, you know, a lot depends on the, the money within the kingdom of God. So we are just so grateful for anybody uh, that can help us and that will uh, pray for us. And that when you have an unction to pray, you know, uh, take that time and do that and pray over the things that, that God leads you to pray about. I remember Wally Hickey, uh, Terry, telling us, <laughs> you remember uh, Brother Wally, Marilyn Hickey's husband, and he was such a wonderful man. And he would always say to Dean and I, he, we had him come and minister in our church. We had Marilyn come, and then we'd have Wally come, and then we'd have Wally come again, and then we'd have Marilyn come, and then we'd have Wally come. And Wally was with us more, twice as much as Marilyn was. And it was such a wonderful time to have both of their ministries in there and talk to us. And Brother Wally would always make this statement. He says, I pray all day long. I just shoot rubber band prayers up to heaven all day long. And in his perspective, he was always just shooting rubber band prayers up there to the kingdom of God and into the very throne room of God uh, to minister to them and on behalf of the people of God. So I want to encourage all of you to pray. First of all, pray. God will move on your heart as you pray for the kingdom of God and for the leaders and for your local church and that you call in the wealth of the sinner into the kingdom of God to get the work of God done. Because when we pray together, when we work together, when you give and we go, then we're co-laborers together in the kingdom of God to get the work of God done. That's true. That's good preaching. I know. <laughs> well, you know, it's exciting to do what we do, and it's exciting to see what we get to see around the world and then come back and report. We were just in Kansas this weekend at Pastor Betty, uh, Debbie Varney's church and uh, giving them a report and telling them about what was going on, and the people there were so thrilled and so happy to hear all that good stuff. It encourages them. No, absolutely. It's yeah. always fun to go to Debbie's church. And, yeah, talk about and, the orphans uh, at Christmas. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Debbie and Greg are friends for so many, many years, right, right. partners with our ministry, sent us around the world. Yes. And then two years ago, Greg ran off to heaven. Right. And uh, Debbie has just been a soldier and a stalwart, oh, and, and she's anointed. What a strong and woman of just, God. Stands in the gap and, and just yes. pastors that church without missing a beat, and uh, we, we enjoy going up to uh, Topeka, the light of the world, and uh, had a good time with her this weekend and her people. And you know what? She asked me if we'd do Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, Wasn't night. that astounding? <laughs> that was and, wonderful. And I said, "Well, you think your people will come?" She said, "Yeah, they'll come." And so, sure enough, they did. I, I, I commend them. I salute them. They came out on Super Bowl Sunday night, so we had a. Friday night service, a, I mean, excuse, me, excuse me, a Saturday night yeah. service, and then we had Sunday morning, and we had Sunday night, Super Bowl Sunday night, and people came and got blessed and helped. And I laid hands on everybody there. Oh, it was and wonderful. The what a was wonderful strong. healing it was service. Just a, good, just a good time. Well, it really was, and, and they're a missions-minded church, Oh yeah, and absolutely. everything about them is to help and support the kingdom of God. They have tremendous church 
property plant right on the freeway, Light of the World Ministry. Absolutely. And what an influence they're working to be in the school districts. They're, the things are opening up for them, and there are so many wonderful ways that the Church of Jesus Christ can influence. You know, ministry is just influence. <laughs> and you can influence the kingdom of God by your prayers, by your faithfulness, by your offerings and what you're doing. And uh, we're just standing in the gap for all of that. Terry right now is in the middle of recording, almost finished, his uh, audio book of More Than Conquerors. Yeah, I mean, I'm reading my own book. <laughs> you know, who knows those stories better than me? And who no, know, that's who right. Who knows uh, all, all those scriptures in there better than me? And that book is 40 years old. Right, it and, is. And uh, we've made a new edition of it in print, with right. which is a 50th uh, uh, anniversary uh, commemoration copy. Because uh, uh, we've been in ministry 50 years. Well, now this hits, here it is 51 years. And then that book came out in 1978, so it's, it's uh, 40 years old, 41 this year. And so I've been reading it uh, in a recording session, and it'll be available very, very soon. You can get uh, More Than Conquerors on audiobook. Uh, with me personally reading it to you, and uh, it's going to be good. We've had a good time doing it, and and uh, it's going to be good when it gets in your in your in your hands. It really will be, and and we're we're excited about it. I, I'm it's inspiring Terry here to write the last forty years. You well, know, yeah. you know, just that one book we wrote forty years ago, and it, it only covered about the first four years of our ministry. Well, wow. <laughs> here we've got a whole bunch more whole bunch more because here. the life of faith continues the adventures of faith continue yeah they really do and it's it's just astounding to me uh, to think about all the things that have happened in your life since the writing of that book the publishing of that book and you know that, when we came back from kansas we uh we went and picked up two little granddaughters yes uh, one of them four years old one of them one and a half and, yeah. uh, and uh that's been a trip and that's been fun <laughs> we just kind of cleared our calendar of everything else this week just to obey right. them and and follow them around and cook for them and take care of them and and uh, we actually had them down for a nap uh, doing the podcast because we thought we'd just do it at home since they're with us and uh, one of them came walking in here a while ago and then the other one was crying in the bedroom so i went and got oh. her and she's in my lap right yeah. now and thank god she's being quiet well they're toughening they'll help us toughen up for our trip to well, yeah. <laughs> for being gone for five yeah. weeks so running around taking care of them and cooking three meals a day for two little baby hey, girls we're having a good time yeah and it, you know it's just life goes on y'all to get you know, the when, work when, of god when, done when jackie and i had our very first grandbaby ashland who's now she'll be 21 this month and uh, jackie was at the hospital, you know, and to see their seer, and she's so happy and so excited. And I was driving back in from town, uh, or back into town, and uh, uh, as she was, as Jackie was coming down the elevator, she was in the elevator with an older gentleman, right. and she said, "We just had our first grandbaby," and he just <laughs> smiled at her, and he said, "You know, honey, he said God gives us grandchildren as a reward to not for not killing your own kids." <laughs> and, and sometimes I think that's true. So these grandbabies are a lot of fun. They are. They're absolutely wonderful. You know, Terry and I have. So if y'all could see us now, great anointed men and women of God, right. making a <laughs> podcast, and I'm sitting here holding a one and a half year old in my in my lap. No, and she's a, she she's loves Papa. Into my she's all snuggled in here. And hopefully she'll be quiet till we finish this. We're <laughs> believing an anointing here to get this done and take care of babies and minister to you all at the same time and and prepare. We, Terry's been working with our staff this morning here, preparing, getting everything ready for this trip. And we we know that God is on our side. The Lord is our refuge and our strength, our ever present help in the time of trouble, and that whatever. Excuse me. 
Bless you. Whatever we need. And you know, we've just finished, uh, <coughs> we've, just, we've just produced a CD too, Renee, that uh, something I've preached for a lot of years around the world, but I've actually started preaching in the States the last couple of years, and uh, called God's a Good Checker Player. Yes. And I tell you what, if y'all don't have that, you really need to get it. God is a good checker player because it, it's not just a sermon, it's a lifestyle. And it's something that John Osteen, Joel's daddy, John Osteen told me back whenever I was just a teenager. So we're talking about back in the, uh, back in the 60s. Yes. And uh, one day we were just driving down the highway, and I was driving. He had come to our church to preach. And uh, somehow the pastor let me drive him around. I was so blessed and so thrilled that I got to drive him. And, uh, and I had known him since I was 15. And so I'm driving him around uh, uh, there in West Texas. And one day he just said to me, he said, Terry, I said, yes, sir. And he said, God is a good checker player. And I said, uh, yes, sir. And then he didn't say anything else. And so I'm just driving along. And uh, so in a few minutes, I said, uh, sir. And he said, yes. And I said, could I ask you what that means? Could you expound on that? And he said, well, sure. He said, uh, God's a good checker player, and he doesn't move out of turn. And he said, if it's your turn, he won't move. And he said, so if you've been praying about something, thinking about something, fasting about something, believing God for something, releasing your faith on something, and yet nothing's happening, God's not moving, heaven's not moving, he said, you need to stop and see whose turn it is because he said, it's very well possible it's your turn, and God's waiting on you to move, and he's not going to move out of turn. Renee, that has saved me. Oh, yes, absolutely. In all these 50-something years, because that's where I even went in the ministry. That was right, all, right, know, right. And it, it, it saved my life. It saved me money. It's made me money. Right. It's kept me safe, kept my kids safe. I mean, it, it's, that is just one of those things, that one of those generals in the faith, one of, those, one of those fathers in the faith just said a little golden nugget to me that I have used over and over and over and over in these 51 years of ministry around the world and missionary evangelism. Well, it's the truth, you know, I, I, back when, you know, when Dean and I were on staff there and Brother Osteen would preach, you know, and talk about some of these things and just and just share with the people about that. I mean, those are one of the major building blocks in your life. When you hear God's a good checker player and then the testimony that you share oh, yeah, on there. On that, on that CD, on I that CD, lots of testimonies. There's lots of testimonies about how to apply that truth. And, uh, you know, that's kind of like what the book of Proverbs is. It takes a very practical day-to-day, -day, you know, lifestyle dynamic and then tells you how it will help change your life. Absolutely. <laughs> if you'll do this one little thing, if you'll just do this one little thing out of one scripture in Proverbs and then do it. Well, that's what God is a good checker player. He doesn't move out of turn. My goodness gracious, that's almost scripture. And when you get this CD... Well, it is scripture. It goes to the book of James. <laughs> yeah, James right. tells us three separate times that right. faith without works, works is, dead. is dead. That you can have all the faith in the world, but if you don't, if you don't move right, if you don't have a corresponding action to it, uh, it's not going to work. It's dead. And so that's what Brother Osteen was saying, that God's a good checker player. You, you've got to move for God to move. That's and right. And that's how faith works. You've got to move exactly. so God can move. Well, I've heard you preach that now several times um, over the last, you know, I guess last year, 2018, and it was just so profound every single time and every place that Terry preached that people came up and just were, you know, almost in shock and a daze. They just said, "If, oh my goodness, 
that's where I am right now in my life. Or if I would have known that. Well, that message will help you the rest of your life. The rest of your life, exactly. If you get it, that's that's not just a sermon. It's a lifestyle that will help you the rest of your life. It's an investment in your future, and it will cause you to really be, I think, ahead of the game in so many areas of your life. Well, we've talked to you today about, uh, you know, several different topics of things. Um, Brother, brother, (laughs) Brother President, Mr. Trump, just gave his State of the Union address last night and to remind us all we've got to stand in the gap for our nation. And no bet, nobody can do that but the church. No, and not only you know, I've been around a long time, Renee, and I've heard a lot of State of the Union messages from right. a lot of presidents. And I really think that one last night's the best I've ever heard. It was he outstanding. He exalted God. Right. And, uh, Did he's he standing, ever? He's pro-life. He's pro-Israel. Right. He's right. pro-America. He's pro jobs right i mean he it, it absolutely was an was a wonderful and marvelous state of the union there was so uh, much honor speech. in it there was absolutely. so much honor shown to so many different situations and compassion here in our country and um and to hear him stand up and say we are a christian nation yeah and that children uh, are not to be aborted not to be murdered but they they're made in the image of almighty god right that's a strong statement that's for a, a president and, a, and 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 then to stand up and say America will not be a socialist country. Right. With Bernie Sanders sitting out there in the audience and, and Alexandria, whatever her name is, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC they call her, who's trying to take this nation uh, socialist. And, uh, you know, I've just been so upset the last uh, several weeks over, well, a long time over Venezuela, but the last several weeks, people are rioting in the streets oil-rich nation. They've got some of the largest oil reserves in the world. Right. Oil-rich, and yet because Hugo Chavez turned it to a socialist state, then he died, and now his predecessor, uh, or his successor, uh, Maduro, Maduro, has kept it a socialist nation. Then there's no there's no medicines in the hospitals. There's no groceries groceries on the shelves of the grocery store. There's no jobs. Three million people have fled the country. Three million have fled right. the country. Right. Inflation is at a thousand percent which means what you buy at the first of the month, this month is going to be uh, double or triple at the end of the month. I mean, it's one in three Venezuelans only get one meal a day. One in three only get one meal a day. That's what socialism will do for you. And here this uh, crazy congresswoman, freshman congresswoman, 28, 29 years old, wants us to be socialist. She doesn't have a clue what that even is. Bernie Sanders, that old curmudgeon, wants us to be socialist. He's never had a job in his life. And uh, for Mr. Trump to stand there last night and say that America will not be a socialist nation. Right. You know, our parents and grandparents, uh, our, our fathers and grandfathers died, bled and died and right. went around the world to stop right. communism and to stop socialism. And here these knotheads get into Congress and say, oh, we're going to turn America socialist. That, it just makes my blood boil. And I was so glad to hear the president say last night, this nation will not be a socialist nation. No, that's right. And all the more reason for you as the church to be stronger and bolder and louder than you've ever been before. So we want to encourage you. Step up, speak up. Uh, show up in every area that you can to to influence people for the sake of the gospel, change hearts, turn minds to think in direction of the word of God, and know that God has has really 
plan for you to prosper and be in good health so that you can do the work of the gospel. Well, we're, our time's gone for today. We're so glad you've been here with us. We just pray that these words we've shared with you touched your heart in some way, gave you fresh vision, comfort, <laughs> insight, and motivation to do what God's called you to do. You're so important. You're so valuable to the kingdom of God and the lost souls that are in this on this planet. You know, Christianity should be in contrast that we are people that have a smile on our face. We're working, we're giving, we're sharing. Uh, we love you whether you agree with us or not. We're there for you, but we're not changing. We're going to be bold. We're going to be strong, but we're here to help you, not hurt you. And that's where the church can show up and shine in these last days. Well, Terry... We're, it's the end of our broadcast. We love you. And uh, remember, you can find us at terrymize.com. All of our products are, are there for you to look at and purchase, take advantage of. Um, we've got those great More Than Conqueror coffee mugs for you there. Terry Mize Ministry, 50, 50 year celebration. And we're just there to help you. You can find our schedule and uh, communicate with us for prayer requests and everything. God bless you today. And we want to remind you again one more time. You are... More, More than, than conquerors. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.